welcome 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 everyone welcome to self-proclaimed my name's Fari and i shall be your host how are we all doing i hope that you've all been keeping well and i hope that none of you have caught this nasty flu that is going around like i have um so if i sound a bit congested just keep me in your prayers because this flu this was like a personal attack on my life for real i had the flu jab last month as well i had the flu jab i went and i got you know shot it up and i still got the flu embarrassing embarrassing behavior and this is the second time that i've been sick this season it's not really a good look is it i'm not here for this but anyway i really wanted to get this episode out before the new year so that's why i'm coming to you in my congested state and yeah there's just a lot to reflect on first of all okay first of all i want to thank everyone that has followed me along for the year the new people that have joined hello i see you and the people that have been around from day one i am eternally grateful the spotify unwrapped podcaster thingamabob and majig came out and honestly it was so overwhelming in the best way possible seeing the amount of reach that I've gained over this past year and you know minor shout out to me for being a consistent queen okay because it's it's not been easy I've been going through it but I definitely think that it's like a testament to you guys like continuing to engage people that reach out to me and send me messages and like reach out on the podcast platform I love seeing it so much and words cannot explain how much it means to me to be able to be growing this platform and to be able to extend my reach to more and more people so thank you from the bottom of my heart sincerely i am so incredibly grateful so yeah let's get into this episode where i am gonna unpack my new year's resolutions that i had from 2022 because we're going into 2024 oh my god oh my god oh my god but anyway let's start on just a general update you guys know how it goes okay so the last episode i updated you and i said that november trials wasn't my best work okay it was it was it was questionable but it was enough it was enough it got me invited into some crew boat testing and some training with the seniors which was really fun and really cool um the testing took place and i i gave it my best honestly i gave it everything and i'm pretty proud of the performance that i was able to perform to put on um however unfortunately my best was just not good enough babes it was not good enough so i think i ended up ranking like third in terms of like the your crew boat ranking if that makes sense to anyone um and in the end they just ended up going with the person that came first so yeah i have had my grievances about that and sort of just processed all of it you know because for me at least for now that sorts of sorts of sort of closes the book on paris and you know makes it a goal that is no longer achievable unfortunately but yeah let me just talk through my emotions and my feelings around all of that because it's quite a big thing you know i have my heart set on paris it's in my linkedin bio babes okay like i was manifesting that 
in the same breath never say never because it is still a good eight months away so literally anything could happen but i think that rejection is truly the best form of redirection and when i kind of took a step back and took everything into account you know the amount of work that i'm putting in and the amount of work that i'm investing in myself on a more personal level i think it would have just been very very full-on to be able to have to perform at a senior level you know like this is my first ever season being a senior and it's tough okay it's difficult being a full-time athlete and just learning how the pros do it to say the least okay you know like i i definitely work hard but hard work has nothing on experience all right and that i think that's one of my biggest realizations that i've had in this process obviously i'm competing against people that are much older than me and that have been in the game for much longer than me and you know whilst i'm i'm a big strong girl i can hold my own but what you gain from experience is absolutely invaluable so yeah i think i'm grateful that i've been able to experience such high level of racing and like being in an environment with incredible athletes you know at the end of the day i can't control if someone beats me i can't control how fast other people go i can only control myself and i know genuinely i try my best and i think that i performed better than you know other other people had anticipated for me so that's pretty cool and i'm really really proud of myself for sticking through and giving it my all but unfortunately my best was just not good enough yet at the time and yeah i think <laughs> okay i'm gonna kind of call myself out here all right i'm, I'm a bit of a liar i'm a bit of, I, I am a big fat liar okay so <laughs> let me explain i obviously have been trying to be more intentional with my mindset you know I, I told you guys i'm doing my trauma therapy okay i'm getting my mind right all right i'm investing in improving my mental health for the good because i'm so tired of this reckless cycle of you know going in all guns blazing and then getting burnt out wanting to quit and then somehow scraping it together when it finally counts no 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 i'm i'm tired of doing that that's so exhausting and so unnecessary so i'm really trying to invest in my mental health and find you know ways of just being stable being mentally stable and find ways of like enjoying the sport that i do without having to take myself too seriously in order to perform at my best if that makes sense um so yeah i spoke a lot about having an intentional mindset and a lot about being process driven but deep down deep 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 down all right the outcome driven virate was still alive okay and like i was enjoying the process okay but hey let let me cut myself some slack i definitely started to enjoy the process a bit more and enjoying training but boy oh boy was i throwing a fit when the outcome was not what i wanted and like i remember oh sorry i'm just laughing because it's like why am i a liar why do i lie to you why do i lie to myself why but anyway i remember it was um the weekend before trials and we had some pieces and 
okay yeah i was being process driven whatever but i got off the water and i just knew i knew the outcome was not going to be what i wanted it to be i knew the number that i was going to see was not going to be what i wanted it to be and even before seeing it i went to my coach and i was like why am i so slow and just like went on this big rampage literally screaming bleeping blinding and that's the sort of behavior that should not be rewarded okay so it's like if i'm still acting that way there's a lot more work that needs to be done and that's why i'm like okay if i actually got if i was the fastest crew break scholar or whatever and then got invited into cavalry and whatnot i think that would have just perpetuated those really silly antics and that really silly behavior that is just that's just not the type of person that I want to be you know I want I want to enjoy doing the sport that I do regardless of the number but it's hard because obviously I'm competitive and obviously I want to be the fastest like I'm not doing this to be the slowest but you know I need I need to act right okay good behavior gets good rewards i've been i've not been behaving myself i'll be honest i'll put my hands up i've been a liar and maybe that is partially the reason that i have not got what i wanted okay okay that's the tea so yeah now what's gonna happen is i'm just gonna crack on with training to be honest there's a lot more international opportunities other than the olympics surprise surprise that i hope to be able to get involved with and i'm really grateful to be able to say that as well like i think that's just first of all that's just fucking crazy the fact that i'm like oh yeah i'm not going to the olympics but i'm still gonna represent great britain internationally against other like incredible athletes from different nations like when have i like how have i become so out of touch that that sentence just comes out and it's like oh yeah like it's a given you know things that people work so hard to achieve within themselves and you know i just i don't want to i don't want that to ever feel like it's a given if that makes sense and i don't ever want to take that for granted that's what i'm trying to say yeah i never want to take the fact that i'm able to represent my country and perform against and like compete against such incredible athletes for granted even though it's not necessarily at the level that i want um so yeah gonna keep on doing that and ultimately just keep on gaining experience as i said the experience is absolutely invaluable and i can't take that for granted either you know like these athletes that are beating me they're doing it for a reason and you know I just need to take that into perspective and learn from it, you know? So the experience that I've had over the past few weeks is something that I've learned from and I'm mentally taking notes of how to carry myself as a better athlete and how how to not throw a strop when I don't get my way. Okay, maybe maybe we're a little bit far from that. But self-awareness is the first step, right? Self-awareness is key, exactly. So yeah, and then... What else did I have to say about this matter? Oh, I'm only 22 years old. I'm a, I'm a child. I'm a child. And that was another big realization I had. I was like, Barry, if you achieved everything you wanted to achieve in life right now, then what else are you going to do with your life? You know? And that's not to say that, like, being an athlete is everything and like being an olympian is everything but right now to me it kind of is like that's that's the biggest goal that i want to achieve so it's like if i if i got that then what's left 
what's left? Because I mean, I definitely don't want to be an athlete forever. I'll tell you that now for free. This is this is laborsome work with very little reward. Like we do it for the glory, and the glory is not even a given. Okay, so yeah, I don't want to be an athlete forever, but if I achieved like my greatest achievement at the age of 22 I'd feel a little bit lost so you know I think it's it's fun to keep the journey rolling it's fun to be able to keep on complaining on this podcast um so yeah that's the general consensus the general vibe that's going on and honestly I'm just grateful to have experienced all of it and I'm ready to get stuck into some good training because uh, as I said this is the second time I've been sick I hate winter training I hate the winter so much it's miserable it is miserable stuff so yeah I've just been trying to take it easy and like get better but at the same time I'm so bored of being sick I I'm also in two minds of just being like, okay, let's let's crack on. Let's start doing the fun stuff again because this is boring. But anyway, yeah. Now I want to talk about <laughs> the New Year's resolutions that I created in 2022 and just sort of putting it into perspective because when, when I did get the rejection, I was like, oh, like I've worked so hard and I've achieved nothing and just having this very like all or nothing existential crisis actually today one of my colleagues colleagues friends another athlete that i row with okay saying friends just feels like too relaxed like they're, they're a colleague i'm an adult okay i have colleagues one of my colleagues was like bye when are you ever not having an existential crisis i was like that's an incredible question that is such a good question and I will get back to you when I know the answer. There's always something happening, but I feel like it's just really good content and really, really entertaining for the rest of the world to see. So, you know, you're welcome. You're welcome that I'm constantly taking these L's. But anyway, whilst it does feel like I am always having an existential crisis and it does really hurt when you get that one rejection, I wanted to remind myself of all the goals that I have sort of like achieved this year and reflect on that too because it's not been easy this year has been I would say near near to the hardest year that I've had to experience okay it's it's been up there in terms of difficulty level hopefully next year we can go back to easy mode but yeah it's been tough like I started this year with injury had to power through that I was in final year of uni you know there there was just a lot of changes you know like my program got cut like what the heck you just could not have made it up and I honestly thought that like the pandemic was going to be the craziest year but it feels like this year has definitely been much crazier so yeah I've flipped all the way back to near the start of my journal it's so crazy I love like I love keeping journals and stuff like that because it's just in real form and it's like oh my gosh I can't believe that I wrote this when did I I didn't even put a date but I assume that it was like the first few days of January 2023 so one of the new year's goals that I had set for myself is to graduate from university and I did do it I did graduate from Royal Holloway in economics and it was 
pretty crazy like those four years went by in a flash my old roommate still sends me like i'll snap memories and stuff like that of us sitting our exams during covid in our living room and it it just makes me laugh because i'm like that was yesterday what do you mean that was three years ago it's insane it's so scary as well because it makes me feel kind of old but the irony being that when i started this podcast the biggest fear that i had was like oh my god i'm getting old and i don't know what i'm doing with my life whereas now i'm here at the at the point that i feared the most and i was like oh what am i gonna do after uni here i am just rowing and like it's not that special i wish i could go back to her and be like girl you're, you're not gonna do anything crazy you're just gonna continue rowing okay so stop panicking just finish your degree so yeah i graduated and I actually managed to get a T1, which is something that I am really, really proud of. I think university hit me like a truck. Oh my goodness. When I was sitting my A-levels and stuff, I was like, oh, this is easily the hardest thing that I've ever done. And they were hard, obviously. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done because I was 17. But, you know, nothing could have prepared me for second year of university and just the amount of work that actually went into attaining a degree insane insane i don't know why i thought it was going to be easy i was like hey everyone can do it so what's stopping me a lot was stopping me and you know over the course of uni i managed to get diagnosed with adhd and dyslexia like that has changed my life so much being able to know okay this is actually how my mind works and i should stop having neurotypical expectations for myself because i'm not neurotypical you know and on top of that the people that i've met thinking about one of my closest friends now annabelle i I feel like she doesn't listen to this but I met her at university and it's so weird now I row with her every single day because I met her and I was like hey you should come train with us please I'm begging you know and it's just really really cool it's I I've gained so much from that experience and I'm so eternally grateful so yeah the second thing that I have is save up for a boat and buy a Felipe. I thought that this was going to be completely unattainable. You know, there were so many other things that I put on. I was like, oh yeah, of course, like, I'm, of course I'm going to graduate from university. I'm literally at the end. But with some of them, I was like, mm, I don't think that this is going to be achieved, but I'll write it down to write it down. So the fact that I managed to achieve this is insane and like the level of detail as well i was like i know i want a felipe i'm a felipe girl and i got one so yeah i just (laughs) it felt so far in the future because i'm telling you now in january i had zero pounds to my name there was not a penny to my name so the the fact that i managed to work my butt off and save enough to get a boat it just felt so validating but also it was i like i would not recommend the amount of work that I put. like it was very very toxic there were many sleepless nights because i was nannying and then i was running to training the next day and then you know i had like athlete mentoring or coaching like i was working three jobs it was and i'm being a uni student and being a full-time athlete that surely just was not healthy but somehow somehow I managed to get through it the third thing that I've got on here is quite a funny one 
it's become an under 23 world champion so obviously at the time that I wrote this I wasn't injured yet and you know it felt like something that was very much so attainable so this was one of the things that like I guess I kind of took for granted I knew the hard work it was going to take but in my head I was like okay last year we got bronze this year getting gold it's a no-brainer okay because I'm gonna like I, I I took it on myself I was like I'm gonna work the hardest that I have ever worked in order to be in a gold medal winning boat you know and then obviously the journey that I went through of getting injured and having that completely ripped away from me having that certainty and stability you know it's not even about the color of the medal it's like will you even be healthy enough to be sat on the start line mortifying absolutely mortifying it was insane I just remember it taking forever as well I I remember so we got the diagnosis in March and it was like okay maybe you'll be fine by April trials no you can't do April trials then the first regatta of the the season rolls around it's like okay you'll be you'll be fine by May you'll be able to do you know Bucks regatta you can't do Bucks regatta and it just felt like there was this ticking time bomb and I was like when the hell am I even gonna get back into a boat like what the fuck getting a gold am I even gonna make it to the start line am I even gonna be fine by the time July rolls around and yeah that, that it's funny you know because obviously I didn't achieve becoming an under 23 world champion but what I did achieve, the silver, means so much more than what I thought that under 23 world champion gold was going to feel like, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's, it's just crazy how that feeling of even being able to medal after injury, like the, the smile that I have on my face right now is insane. I look like a fucking clown. You can probably see all my teeth, but I was just so proud that (laughs) even though I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve, it means so much more because life will take you everywhere. There's ebbs and flows. So, you know, the fact it's it's comical almost the fact that I thought, oh yeah, that's a given because I'm just going to work really, really hard and then duh, get a gold. Duh, that's how it works. Progress is linear. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's the tea. Um, What else have I got on here? Okay, the fourth thing I've got is be proactive. Don't wait for things to come to me. I create the opportunities to fulfill my goals. And with this one, have I achieved it? Have I been proactive? I would say so, to be honest. I would definitely say so. I think there's a lot of situations where in the past I would just like sit back and be like, it'll come to me when it comes to me and like I think sometimes I use the excuse of like oh like the universe brings what you need it to bring I use that as an excuse to just not be proactive and stay in my comfort zone in a realm that's not actually going to allow me to grow and flourish into the person that I want to be and the biggest example that I can think about with this is being proactive and like seeking help with the therapy and stuff like that rather than sitting back and being like yeah like as long as I just, you know, keep on repeating this toxic cycle, I always come back, all right? I burn out, but I always come back. The passion always comes back. I've been able to rip that apart and be proactive and be like, okay, I'm going to go and get help because this is tearing me apart, low-key. So, yeah, that like, I think 
when I was writing this, the perspective that I was coming at was not necessarily from, oh, like, I'm gonna go have therapy, but I feel like that's the way that it's sort of translated over this year. So what else have we got here? I wrote, spend more time with my loved ones. And once again, just an ironic one, because to me, I was thinking, oh, I'll probably go home more often over the weekends rather than, you know, like staying out or, you know, like just staying in bed, which is, to be honest, what I did more of. But I never envisioned that I would get injured and not even be able to train. And then that would lead me to be going home more frequently and spending more time. I got to travel with my boyfriend and like see so many friends in as a, in a way that I just would not have been able to if I had to subscribe to the regular training that I was doing um so yeah that's also quite a funny one because it's like yeah I I'm just gonna go home on the weekends and make sure that I message my mum more frequently but it's like no <laughs> you're actually gonna get an injury that wipes you out for a good few months <laughs> for a good few months and you have no other choice so yeah that I I definitely have achieved that one and even now that I am back into regular training I definitely go home a lot like as much as I can and I'm trying to not do it to a point of detriment though because sometimes I do just need sleep especially since I've been ill I just need sleep the last thing that I need to be doing is catching a train into London but yeah I think having been injured and having had all that time with my family it just reminded me of how much I actually need their energy and like need the energy of my loved ones to keep me going so I'm trying to hold that even throughout regular training so yeah okay one of the last things that I am going to read out for you is own my energy no longer grateful for the opportunity I worked to get what I have and it wasn't by chance so this is what I'm talking about this is what I'm talking about where it's like girl little girl no little girl shut your mouth okay because I feel like this is very misinformed I think once again it was like I wanted to be proactive and like I I felt like I had been living in like a passive realm for too long and just within my comfort zone but this that's not the angle that I had to go at it from I'm kind of calling myself out okay like yeah you shouldn't just be grateful for the opportunity yeah you did work hard to get it but there's so many other things that come into play like as I said the biggest thing that I've learned most recently experience okay yeah you've worked really hard and you've not achieved what you wanted to achieve but it's because you don't have the experience okay like with the experience will come the speed and all the other things that encompass what it is to be able to perform at such a high level and you know I think I was also just really tired of like having this imposter syndrome as well but I believed that imposter syndrome was fueled by this passive gratuity but being being grateful is something that I should never stop being is basically what I'm trying to say I don't ever want to be in a position where I feel entitled to an experience because I've worked hard you know no (laughs) that is not what we're doing that is not the energy we need to have and I see where I was coming from I definitely do like I've worked like I, I deserve you know what I have achieved however it's not because 
I'm better than anybody else. It's not it like it's not because I deserve it more than other people. You know, I think that like luck has a lot of play in in sport. I'm so contradictory this episode, aren't I? I'm like, oh, I'm a liar, I'm this and that. But as I said, it's like it is black and white. Can you perform on the day? Yes or no. But are you lucky enough that that day, you know, wasn't the day that your cat died or wasn't the day that you started your period or something like that? You know, like, have those stars aligned for you? That's another complete situation that I'm not even going to get into because, yeah, I think that I I have been very lucky in this life and the moment that I start to think that it's just my hard work exclusively that has gotten me to where I am is the moment where things kind of start going south so I'm glad that I didn't tap into that too much um yeah but I'm also glad that in, in the same breath I'm glad that I've shifted the imposter syndrome that used to weigh so heavily on me like I I genuinely used to have no self-confidence I mean I'm still working on it I wouldn't say that it's perfect now I I wouldn't say that like I'm the most confident person in the world but I definitely used to feel like I didn't deserve to have what I had to have achieved what I had achieved and even to be in the space that I am right now and yeah recognizing that my hard work plus a little bit of luck is where that where it's taken me to then will allow me to be ready to receive new opportunities and be ready to just enjoy enjoy the life that I've been given okay I don't need to act a certain way I don't need to act hard and like be like oh I don't need to be grateful because I worked hard like what girl please shut your mouth but yeah I I'm so grateful that you tuned in I'm just having a little flick through and seeing what else I've gotten up to Oh, I'm so cute. Sorry, I'm just like, oh my God, me and all my manifestations. It's so adorable. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. I hope that you have a lovely festive season and an incredible new year. And yeah, honestly, like genuinely, thank you for listening. And thank you for tuning in, listening to my waffle. I, I... want a sprinkle of imposter syndrome seeing the numbers (laughs) that comes with this podcast I'm like that many people want to listen to me what the heck but thank you so as I said have a lovely festive period have a great new year and I'll catch you in the next one